0: If you're looking for one of the most beautiful and playable custom acoustics on the planet, look no further than Ed Rice at Towier Guitars. Ed is a true artist, transforming exotic woods into magnificent, sweet-sounding instruments. Go to toeearguitars.us, that's T-O-I-R-G-U-I-T-A-R-S dot U-S, and contact Ed today.
1: Hey everybody, Brad and I want to say thank you for listening and thank you for
0: the support. Please continue to listen and share this podcast on all platforms that you can. And if you'd like to support us monthly, we're set up now where you can go to anchorfm Recording, hit the support button, 99 cents, 499 or 9.99 per month. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. Now back to the podcast. Top Hill Recording Podcast Episode 61. What's up, Neil? What's up, buddy? Had a good day so far. I'm play some golf. <laughs> first, first day over 70 degrees. Yeah, and your
1: face is showing and I'm it. i burnt, man. Guys, I don't know if you can see it on your end, but he is beat red. <laughs> I'm not
0: always. I don't always look like a oompa loompa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, dude, you are a little toasty. Sun's coming out.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I'll take it. You're just a, a shade redder than my bourbon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we got old granddad 114 tonight. That's one of my uh, one of my favorites for the money. Oh yeah, but just like mm. everything else, man, this used to be a twenty dollar bottle not too long ago, and now it's a thirty dollar bottle, or even thirty five. It,
1: it's gonna. It's getting ready to be outrageous. Yep. So did I tell you about my T. Lee experience? I think I told you about it like off this mic, but dude.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Share I saw,
1: that. So Elmer T. Lee's my favorite bourbon. Uh, it, it's a Buffalo Trace master oh, distiller who passed away probably, what, 12 years ago? I don't know. I don't know, something like that. And ever since then, and that was about right before he passed away is about the time I discovered it. It was like 24 to $28 a bottle. And then once he died, it it became kind of hard to find. And then it became almost impossible to find. But when you can, when you found it, it was like 40 bucks. No big deal. $40 all, all day. I saw it the other day and I was like, hey, how much is that on your tea leaf? There were two bottles. $299. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. They mark like, it up like
2: that. It's like, like, you've
1: got all, to man. be kidding me, man. <laughs> Yikes. Crazy. <laughs> it, it broke my heart.
0: So we got another uh great guest tonight. Yes. Actually three guests. We've got the Love Welcome guys. Howdy, Hello. howdy. Hey, Hello. Thank you. So we've got uh Keegan, Ricky and John, correct?
3: Yes, sir. Yep. You got it. You nailed it.
0: So you guys go by is the is the band name the Love or the Love band or what what do you usually mean?
4: <laughs> Uh just the Love Just the Love Lorn. Oh, yeah. The Love Lovelorn. The Lovelorn band tag on like Instagram and everything is just to to make it more official looking cuz mm-hmm. you know.
0: Okay.
4: If, uh, if anyone comes across and they're like, oh, "I like yeah. that name too," I didn't. I didn't want them to get banned. Official, so i will like, right, well, <laughs> yeah, right. right. take,
5: take the whole thing. I'll lock have gotta lock those URL, URLs up early. That's right.
0: Uh, See, so you guys are joining us with a beverage tonight. What do you have?
3: Uh, yes, sir. well, uh, Mr. Richard here has got a fine bottle of. I don't drink, so I got a uh, nice distilled pure
5: aqua water. Uh, bottle of
3: yeah, water. I got a. Uh, I got a. Something I just picked up, um, it's called Soul Boxer, and it's like a pre-made, old-fashioned with brandy in it. Really? Uh, so I just poured that in the glass, and then I also got a little bit of Mr. Black I poured into it, a little coffee liqueur, okay. and it's kind of just hitting the spot.
0: Interesting. Okay. A, okay. Lot, a
3: lot of whiskey heads would probably slap me silly right now <laughs> for saying that, but it's pretty darn tasty, boys, so that's what we're sipping on.
0: Okay. It so what's just, that called again?
3: Uh, Soul Boxer. Okay. It's like a little $25 small batch bottle.
0: Uh, a ready-made like old-fashioned.
3: Yeah, With yeah, it's like a low proof, but it's pretty tasty. Interesting. Can't knock it.
0: I'm gonna have to try it. Oh
1: yeah, man! That, that, that was like a sentence we just created. That's right. <laughs> Can't knock it. Gonna have to try Can't
3: it. Knock it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's an ad. We uh, We'll be in touch <laughs> about that. <laughs>
4: yes, sir.
1: So you oh, guys... What, what's, what's Keegan drinking, man?
4: Here, here. Oh, mine. Mine's just a coffee. And then before we hopped on, I was like, I better spike it. Yeah, so he had a, a he had a what is that? Caramel uh um that caramel one you got. I don't, I don't, don't even know. I don't know what it's called. Like it's it's alcohol something. boys. He said, kinda, Hey, hey
3: we'll get so, a liquor in here, uh, uh, what are yeah. you have? <laughs> it, 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 on, <laughs> we're gonna go send him the check real quick. You guys everybody <laughs> just hang on. <laughs> oh, what oh ballatin So where are your place? Yeah, ballots. and check that. Yeah, out. we're at John. Yeah, we're at my place, man. Okay, cool. All seven hundred twenty square feet of it. <laughs> and, the, and the love, Lorne,
0: is from where?
4: Oh, uh, Springfield, Illinois. Springfield,
3: Springfield right.
0: Illinois. I always heard that yeah. was the Springfield for the Simpsons.
4: Well, we tried to get it, but yep. someone yeah, someone else did.
2: Some other small
5: town <laughs> snatched our shit, man. I don't know. I don't I, no, I, I, we, 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 we won't say the city's name, but.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I took you, promise
4: i liked the list i think i think we like up have to be honest all the lists. when yeah. the um, when the simpsons movie was coming out they they did that whole marketing campaign like the yeah. very first one where they're trying to who's the actual one and i remember our museum had um like a life size replica of the cast on the couch right. inside the museum That's that right. you could sit next to and take pictures of yep and uh, was so cool. it was during the whole rollout of the movie, but i, I to life me—I can't remember who actually won it. But I, I remember, remember we were Springfield playing. won it. We were in the top. <laughs> yeah, we were Springfield won it. We're
5: known for Abraham Lincoln and The Simpsons, man. That's <laughs> yeah. what we stand <laughs> <what> we <laughs> for.
1: <laughs> hey, we're we known for Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln's
0: right around the corner from us, too. I wonder yeah. how many places yeah. he lived? <laughs> where, oh. where are you guys
1: at? Uh, go, Louisville, 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 Kentucky, oh, not yeah. Yeah. too far. Okay, there we go. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Not too far from Lincoln County. Yeah. Everything else that says Lincoln. <laughs> yep.
5: <laughs> oh Sounds man, about right. Going to school here, man, growing up. That's all, I know everything about there about
3: Lincoln there is, man. You yeah, <laughs> went to Lincoln Elementary, do, Lincoln right. Middle, and Lincoln. High school. Dude, yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. Just living a shadow your whole life here, man. It's crazy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I mean it, he he does cast a mighty big shadow. I don't yeah. think right, that's man, right. there's that's only right. forty five presidents. I don't want. Like, yep. I would not <laughs> like that title. No. What God president? I Hell oh, no. Oh, God. no. That's, that's about no. my trade for
4: Yeah, sure. that's right. <laughs> Well, it was between that and playing music, so we chose music. That's right. that's right. Absolutely. That
0: reminds me of that meme of uh, Sammy Hagar next to Bill Clinton. You ever seen that one? Uh-uh. They're They're, they're uh-uh. the same age, and, you know, Bill, uh-huh. Bill Clinton looks like he's about 400 years okay. older. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, okay, yeah, you, know, said something yeah like, you age a lot. You yeah. age a yeah. lot, not said scary. something like sex, drugs, and rock and roll is much better for you than being president and being mar- married to Hillary.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Darn right. I wouldn't even argue that.
0: <laughs> all right. So why don't you guys start out? Why don't you just go back to childhood and yeah. tell our listeners? Well, well you got to ask one of
1: them, man. They, they, they can't all just have the... Let's, let's start with John since the drummer's usually in
2: the back.
0: And they oh, got here front and center. Yeah. Oh, right sure. Because yeah. they're at his oh, place. Okay. He's yeah, he's like, guess what? I'm sitting I in the middle gas. <laughs> driver's seat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll start that's with John then. Right.
3: I'm the only one that drives a stick, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, shoot, so, John, man. why don't you
0: tell us about your, uh, you know, going back to childhood, what's your early memories of music? And at what point did you realize music was going to be something important in your life?
3: Yeah, uh, so I, I grew up in a household with a father that was, super into music. I mean, we had a recording studio in our basement growing up, old seventies analog tape, like Uh cool stuff, man. Stuff that I never learned to touch at the time, but just, it's just, you know, I have vivid memories of just that equipment. And that's so
0: cool. Does that equipment still exist in your family? Oh
3: man, no, it doesn't. there, There was that, there was that jump, you know, just like from record to CD where everyone's like, well, this stuff's obsolete. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't gonna need it anymore. Jump the digital. And then now everyone wants the retro equipment, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it's just, it, it's, it's no longer present, but uh, amazing memories. Just hanging out in, you know, in the studio with my dad and listening to what he's making. He played in bands his whole life. A couple very successful cover bands here in the area, actually. Uh, always made some, some good pocket change playing and having fun. Got to uh, grow up around that and see him playing all the time as a little one. Um, Was he also a drummer? Uh, no, he uh, he played guitar, but in bands, he always played bass. Because okay. th- everyone needs a bass player. Yeah,
2: yeah. They <laughs> They're the good hard money. ones to
3: find, man, he made good money. That's right. So he <laughs> stuck to his guns on that. But, uh, but yeah, uh, and then got a little bit older, started getting into uh, making... Uh, making beats and whatnot and doing like hip hop and electronic music with some buddies in high school. So got real into production uh, and just kind of always uh, dabbled in that avenue uh, on my own time. Did a small little uh, week long tour with some old friends many years ago, uh, playing some local bars and just anywhere that would house a hip hop scene uh, around the Midwest. So that was cool. That was kind of like my one solid Time on the road that I could say I you know had a little bit of a touring uh, experience. Experience, thank you. Uh, so did that little hip hop tour with a couple buddies of mine. Um, shout Nicholas Grooms if you ever hear this. What's up, buddy? <laughs> um, and then somewhere in messed around in that timeline, uh, I met my good buddy here Keegan uh, in high school, and we uh, we had a buddy of ours that owned a local venue uh, at the time. And we both had our own bands uh, playing shows there. And he just hit me up one day out of the blue. Uh, I guess he liked what he saw in my drumming ability. <laughs> it was good enough. Or maybe he just really needed someone and that was it. But <laughs> uh, he just hit me up on Facebook and, uh, you know, hey, man, do you want to get together and jam sometime? And uh, I said, yeah, I ain't got nothing to lose. So we got together, uh, started jamming, uh, did, a, did a two-piece band. Which I'm sure he'll delve into, uh called Yogi Berra. We did that for years. Uh dropped the DIY album. Been playing music ever since, man. Just been rocking together and
0: so that was high school, you say?
3: That was high school, yeah. yeah How yeah. long ago was that? I graduated in uh 11, 2011 And then so I, I think hey, it was just a year behind me. Yeah. I graduated twelve.
5: So eight years, nine years? Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. And yeah, we've been pretty much primarily playing music together ever since. Yep. We've dabbled in some, you know, other bands here and there, but always kind of made our way back to each other.
0: What took you up to that point, Keegan, like uh if you go back to uh to childhood and and your journey through music?
4: So, I brought it up to my mom cuz I was trying to think to myself like what is my actual legitimate first music memory? Cuz you said that and I was like I was like it has nothing to do with what shaped me but i was like the, only, the furthest back i can go is i remember my mom had on tape an old odb um song the uh like where's my money or something like that and i remember i remember just being a kid just listening to her jam out to this odb song and i brought it up to her and she's like that's that's the memory you're gonna share. I'm like, I'm like, well, I mean it's actually my first one. But um yeah, so if we're talking about first memory, that was that. But what really got me into it was um just kind of growing up, it was actually Guitar Hero. That literally got me into playing music. I remember hey, my that's cool. my friend came over and he had Guitar Hero and he and he showed me and I'm like, oh my god, this is this is just so cool. And I remember picking it up. I got real freaking good at it. And <laughs> And then it got to the point where I got so good that my mom and my, my stepdad came down like, and they were like, if you're gonna spend all this time doing this, like you should just actually play real guitar. Like, like I basically got like persuaded, like if you're going to invest that much time. So I was like, okay, and they're like, you know, you like Andy, your stepdad, he, he plays guitar. He has one. You should just, you should just go play it. So I, I um, yeah, from then on, I was about 12 or 13. I picked up guitar and I remember sitting at the computer. I'd look up some of my favorite songs um, from bands and just just try to learn them on tab and um, did you
0: spend more time on guitar or guitar hero after that happened
4: once once the transition happened it was it was guitar like that <laughs> that was what did yeah. it um, but it really about. turned into like a genuine just love for it I um, I made my first band when I was 13 and um, we didn't have a singer and it was literally just one of those things where we were practicing and they're like, well, Keegan, you, you have the best voice out of all of us. So you, you're, you're the same. <laughs> I mean, I had no business. Like I, I had absolutely no business doing it, but I was like, all right, yeah, that sounds great. And you ask anyone, our first shows were bad. <laughs> they were bad but I mean, they were not good, but I, I think it's a testament to, you know, if you really love something and you want to do it, you just you stick to doing it. Everybody starts somewhere, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just really kind of grew from that. I started my first band, became the singer of that one. And I, I did that for a few years and going into high school, that's where I met John. And I was actually in that band at the time when I met John and I started wanting to dabble with the idea of just doing like a two piece garage blues, black key style band that I'm like, well, um, like I I need a drummer. I saw, I met John at one of our shows. and I just hit him up randomly on Facebook and said, do you, we get together and jam, and I mean, from that day on, we've been jamming for almost ten years together now. Um And then,
0: was that like a teen venue, a place for for young musicians to play, or, or where were you guys yeah. playing?
4: It was like a, um, it was like a church related youth center. Like uh, it branched off of the church that was right next door to it, and that's where we played um, our first show together. Yeah, and then we just kind of spanned out to local venues around town.
2: Yeah, oh, that's cool.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, and it just kind of branched off from there. We had a period after we did our two-man band, Yogi Berra, where we recorded the album and everything, where we kind of took a break from it and joined different projects. And then while I was in that other project, I had the idea of this band. And I reached, I asked him again, I was like, do you want to pick something up but do something a little different? And that's where we're at now.
1: So, all right. When I think about Guitar Hero, and then I think about Tab, <laughs> I think that they 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 kind of. Do you think you picked up Tab quick because of Guitar Hero? Because Guitar Hero throws those things at you, and I look at uh-huh. Tab as kind of the same way. You're moving down a line. You got to be here. You got to be, you know, sixth fret, fifth, uh, you know, string. It, that it, could be. It's kind of the that same. That could be why it clicked. Yeah, yeah
4: similar. Yes. I never really. I've never really put the two together. I just took more of the playing Guitar Hero as. My parents being like, "Why are you wasting your time? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we have right. a guitar right here. Just do it." And I'm like, "All
0: right." <laughs> I, I just you know, guitar hero did, it, though. What it. it introduced music classic rock. Class, classic rock to yeah. a whole new generation, and and kids yep. kids know so much more music now because of those games.
1: Well, those oh, kids oh, are, yeah. those kids are now their age though. Yeah, I guess That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is us Burr, you're
3: talking about, Burr, yeah. Burr, <laughs> <laughs> me to a lot of music. Those kids are approaching 30,
0: Yeah,
1: out. They're in rock bands. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, man, guys. Neil was making fun of me because I had uh, I had dinner at 4.30. That's today. not
1: what he said. He had supper. He called it supper. <laughs> I was like,
0: yeah, that is
2: uh,
1: a difference. So yeah. So uh, he went and played golf day because he's a retired guy now. That's why he's so burnt. And uh, I, I call him and I said, what are you doing, man? He said, I'm sitting down here. Well, I just got done playing golf. I'm sitting here having supper. And I went.
0: I said, I played supper. golf with the old guys.
1: With the old guys. And then he called it supper. I was like, oh, my supper. God, you are the old guys. So yeah. watch Matlock yeah, <laughs> <watching Matlock. laughs>
0: I had to wake him up to
4: answer
1: the door, man. He had he fell asleep <laughs> on the couch. Yeah, man. I'm telling
4: him murder you, she wrote, murder
0: oh God. so Ricky, how'd you get in the mix, man?
5: Uh yeah, my music journey's a little different. So my mom, uh, I grew up basically my mom was a single mom working two jobs and singing in a bunch of cover bands on the weekends. So I kind of grew up in and out of, you know, bar shows and random gigs like that. Uh, you know, my, she was in a band with, at the time, my aunt and soon to be uncle. And like my whole family was really integrated with music. Um, my older brothers, and there's a, like a 14 year age gap. So they're older, older, but uh, my older brother sang, my sisters sing. Um, so I kind of just grew up surrounded by music. Um, I started on piano actually when I was like seven or eight, and then um, seventh grade year I remember this seventh grade year they the, the middle school I was at I was they were I was blessed enough that they were offering a guitar class as like an elective, and the guitar teacher was actually the former like lead guitar player of my mom's band in the late eighties early nineties, hmm. and so I was like you know she's like yeah if you want to do this you know you've been messing around on piano go ahead so they bought me a little acoustic guitar. Uh, i joined the class um i picked it up really quick this this band's actually the first band i've ever played bass in i'm normally a guitar player so Mm. all the previous stuff is guitar related that's why but yeah i picked up the class really well and quick and i fell in love with it and
0: so what did keegan tell you hey dude we already got a guitarist in this band
5: (laughs) (laughs) kind of yeah we so keegan and me (laughs) have been best friends for like six years and i met john about four years ago but
4: uh, yeah, that was kind of it. Basically, well, I got into on. It's a little no, more, no,
5: complicated. It's, it's, it's more
4: complicated. <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to go on record here and say we are acknowledging that Ricky is the, a beast at guitar. guitar. No, but no, when not. when he joined in, we didn't our bassist situation. It was out of necessity. It, mm-hmm. it hit some issues, and yeah. I was like, "Do you want to come in here? Let Do me you want
1: gentlemen. To all bass? all bassists like 75 four and a half percent of bassists are out of necessity. I'm pretty close. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: (laughs)
5: Basically when I was like, when I was like 14 or 15, I kind of did the same thing. I joined some some band in high school, played guitar, you know, did some shows and stuff. Uh, It's music got really serious for me when I was like 17 or 18. I, I got into metal at the time and I was in a metal band and we went out to like Florida. We cut a record with like a really well-known producer in that scene. And, Was that Uh, the sound producer
1: that produced the Backstreet Boys albums? What was his name? No, yeah. No, no, Ariana Grande, actually. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. Uh, But no, um, and that was like my life for for a few years. And then I kind of fell out of the metal scene, got really into like jazz fusion and pop and that kind of stuff and was lucky enough to get into a band and did a lot of gigging with that.
1: And this is all guitar-based?
5: Yeah, all guitar. Yeah, I was like doing... It was my life for, I mean, like I was a senior in high school and I was doing like, uh, jazz, like college jazz improv classes at night. Like I was obsessed with it, um, big time, but about 25 is when, uh, I I had my daughter at 23, she's, she's five now. And that kind of took a lot of, you know, obviously when you have oh, a kid, yeah. it takes a lot of your time away. So I tried maintaining being in uh, like this this jazz pop cover band that was doing a lot of gigs and being a, a new dad and it didn't work out. And I actually stepped away from playing music live for a while. I still played it, you know, in my bedroom and stuff, but it really took a backseat. And then in the last like two years, the itch really, really came back. And I, I've been playing a lot and writing a lot. And that's when these guys were basically, they created the Lovelorn Lorn and I was like a fan. I was like, this is great. I love the demos that, you know, I'm really good friends with these guys and my best friends. So they were sending me like, Hey, this is this demo. Hey, this is that. And I'm like, this sounds great. This shit's kicking. And uh, yeah, they got into the studio. They just had some issues with the bass player they were with in studio. Uh, so it was literally like, uh, Hey man, um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know, I, I know you're, I know you play guitar and that's your love and, and all this stuff, but like, at least for right now, can you come in and help us write some bass lines and just give us some, a third set of ears in here Good. and all that. And I got into the studio and I started writing bass lines for the songs. And I just kind of, it just clicked, man. It just worked. Wow. It, it was just really cool being in a band with my two best friends, you know, yeah. it, it just worked well. It gelled well. And, uh, bass was something new. So, uh, I mean, it's just big guitar. No, there's a lot of incredible bass players out there. I actually would, I, that's a disrespect to the guys that can really throw down on it. Put but, that on a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, but it's just big guitar. But, uh, but it, just, it just clicked, man. It vibed and, and bass is new uh, in terms of me gigging it out and, you know, putting it out there. So it's its a lot of fun. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's where we're at now. It, right?
0: yeah. Well, Neil and I love your music. And you guys, I mean, just listening to you guys talk, you've got like hip-hop, rock, blues, pop, jazz, yeah, metal. I mean, so yeah. where, where did where did you guys, how did this all come together into your sound as the Lovelorn? Well,
4: what? ultimately, I would say it branched off of John and I, when whenever we did our um, blues kind of garage rock style band, um, it was really stripped back and it was really just straightforward. And um, there wasn't a whole lot of, I mean, it was, it was really in your face, but it didn't have a lot of like the, I would, I would say appeal that I would say our stuff now has like, it wasn't as melodic. It didn't have a lot of dynamic to it and everything. It was just very straightforward and in your face, but then it kind of took a back back seat in the sense of, I was like, I want to branch off further. Like I want, I want to make stuff that, has a bass in it and has some really memorable moments and catchy choruses and everything like that. And, um, we took a lot of our elements. I mean, John and I are really big hip hop heads. Like we, we love hip hop. We listen to it all the time, but I'm also like, I'm a huge jazz freak. Um, mm-hmm. growing up, like I remember listening to my first jazz albums, um, uh, timeout and, um, mm-hmm. by Dave, David Brubeck and, um, kind of blue by, Miles Davis, which actually I have that album tattooed on my arm and like just combining all those elements with that, along with all the elements of John and then being friends with Ricky for so long, who also has an actual background in jazz and improv and stuff like that. It really just kind of came into fruition. Once we were all together, I'd kind of laid the groundwork with songs and John added his touch with everything. And then once we brought Ricky in, it just seemed completely natural yeah it was like then i feel like it was the next progression like you guys yes. had
5: this real garage straight blues, blues rock thing yeah. and then as you guys matured and kind of grew into you know like all musicians i feel like grow as they play more yeah. and as they, they listen more and you know i think life too that's yeah. a whole yeah. nother discussion but i do think as you experience more life your your interest and taste change i think yeah. what you wrote because you wrote you guys wrote almost all of this i mean i came in and wrote the bass lines to it but it was pretty much front to back Everything horror wise yeah. was written. Yep. Um, but I just think it was your guys's natural progression, like forward. And then, yeah. lucky enough, I was able to just I added some flavor and a little bit of ideas. Yeah. And absolutely, I think really the biggest thing was just the production. I think we all three yes. just really put our heads together to make sure, like little things like the mix was right for what we were going for. You know, and yeah, you know, adding things that maybe we didn't think we would add. Previously, oh, we should do stacked vocals for an effect here. Whereas yeah. normally, if in, in like a garage rock band or something, you're not going to have any of yeah. that. Um,
3: and yeah, yeah, we took the time to produce this. Yeah, uh, you know, and we lent our ear to a lot of the mixing process. And uh, I yeah, and Ricky being very very technical and a gearhead really came through. <laughs> yeah, to help with just fine tune <laughs> things. I mean, seriously, like. No, no BS. I mean, the product that we have now, it, it would not sound the way it does. Had it not been for him. No. Coming at in all. last well, that's minute. And, no. and just, uh, you know, tweaking knobs and like, you know, is that coming through on the mic? Well, we could probably, you know, cut a little more low end out of that guitar. Cause you don't need it. And just things like that, that, Maybe K and I are aware of, but we just don't like. How right. the hell do we this get? This is that? the nicest that these two motherfuckers. Yeah.
4: As soon as we cut off,
3: yeah, man, great, it's back done. to the old ways. Kick just, me yeah. back into the fucking But board. no, it's, <laughs> yeah, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, I mean, just like any musician, though. I mean, you go in there with a the game plan, but the amount of things that just happen spur the moment, happy accidents. it it all shapes up to the final product and then you look back and you wouldn't have any other way. It did really just
5: kind of fall. Like this sound, how it got to where this album was, at least it does seem like it just kind of fell together. Like it's just what naturally just kind of happened. You get that spark or that yarn, you start pulling at it and you really start like running away with it. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, shit, you got six
4: songs or got eight songs.
2: And
0: And, And and this album is a very recent release, correct?
4: It yeah. came out about a month ago now. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. late in the last what February twenty first or something like that. 12th.
4: February twelfth. 12th, 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 the 12th, date. 12th. Yeah. 12th. Shot a music yeah.
5: video like three and a half weeks after it dropped, yep. and yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, been
3: vibing.
5: <laughs> it's funny when you do stuff when you're older with a little bit more money and stuff. <laughs> when, you're, when you're a kid, you you blend these things, things out a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's introduce our uh, listeners to the Love Lauren, and and, and play a tune. I've got when my son goes down ready to go. You guys wanna set that up for us? Tell us a little about the song.
4: Yeah. So I would say this was um the song on the album that we had in our head where we're like, we just want a banger. Like, yeah. I mean, man, <laughs> we <was> <laughs> we like we were just like, Man, these other songs are you know, they're really good, they're really catchy, but like coming from that garage rock blues style that we were doing before, we still wanted to incorporate that in the sense yeah. of like, we need a riff, man. A like, like, let me just throw down a riff. And I remember I came up with this riff one night. I got off work. Um, I'm pretty sure I was serving at the time. I I had worked, I'd gotten home. And I just had that tune in my head and I threw it down and I sent it to John. And I'm like, I'm like here, try, check this out. We're like, there we go. And then we just ran with it. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. It's, it's what it is now. This was the most fun
5: in the studio, just like, yeah. Getting it tracked. Like, How no, we should double stack it. this. Let's pan yeah. this. Let's make this grimy. Yeah. Like it was yeah. yeah. It was fun.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right. So when my son goes down, the love yeah, Lord. Yeah, man.
1: Into that riff, the second time through, has yeah, steps yeah. down. All of a sudden, you're back in. You're like, "What?" Yeah,
4: that that fall down. Yep,
1: that's cool. That's a killer transition. Back into that.
4: Yeah. Thank you. I, we, yeah, we didn't I, know how much you wanted us to go like super into it, but yeah, we we've, we've gotten the Jimi Hendrix vibe before. I would I would never compare myself to that man, like legitimately, but like just that. Just that tone. That it's the, it's I was gonna that say vibe. that that's
1: something in the tone and the grittiness of the, the, the yeah. recording itself. Like the, the the riff matched with the tone, matched with that little bit of just grit that's in the, the, yeah. the guitar yeah. mix and, and the
5: that's the only song on the album where the guitars are double tracked for the riff. Yeah. So it sounds super fat. Yeah. Everything else is like an actual solo guitar track. And for that one, I was like, man we should just see how this sound's double-tacked, and we did it, and it was just like, bow! We yeah. were like, oh, yeah. shit. Open the no. track right up. Cool, and it that's it. it, yeah.
0: So where did you guys record? Uh,
3: a good friend of ours, uh, Mr. Quincy Watson, over at Frequency Recordings here in town. Um, back when um, Kay and I kind of split off and did our own thing for a little bit, I actually ended up joining his band. Uh, it was like a, I don't want to say reggae, but it was reggae influenced reggae rock uh just got in good with him uh became good friends and then you know hell and then why not go to him <laughs> he's got a good space he knows his, he's a gearhead. he's got crazy stuff in that studio so i was like we gotta
4: go there it's well, he's reasonable great. so thank you yeah, yeah i think i think he killed it absolutely he seemed pretty proud of it when we were yeah done. he is absolutely yeah. proud of he him. uh yeah. he actually he reached out to us because we just dropped the music video for Hootin and and he inboxed John and I, and he was like, you know, it's funny. He was like, we spent so much time on these songs that I never really got to appreciate them. And now that he's walked away from them and has come back and saw the video, he was like, man, we made a killer product, True, man. man. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, you did great. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, absolutely.
0: It's really good. I mean, I think most people that that listen to it are going going to really enjoy it. I mean, I, I listened to it from uh, start to end yesterday for the second time. And, you know, you can listen, awesome. you can listen awesome, all the way man. through
3: thank you thank you yeah i appreciate that i don't know
5: how many times i heard these two guys multiple times not not in any bad way but just sitting in the studio and like really nitpicking something something with the snare something with the kick something with the reverb on this and then like stepping away and both of these guys would always say something to themselves like man i just really want something that people can just listen start to finish like that was the most consistent thing that everyone was saying is like man it would just be great if we can just lay this out the way that it is just an easy, like fun, good listen, start to finish. So it's yeah. awesome that, no that you
0: did that. Yeah, we Cause that was the goal.
3: That. So yeah, Absolutely. That's, that's killer.
0: Yeah, it really is. Mm. How much time is in this project?
3: <laughs> oh God.
0: You still got the numbers?
4: <laughs> I uh, actually, I actually think I do. Cause I kept track of everything. Studio, studio, time. studio time for how to pay. I I'm almost positive. I do.
5: Well, there is, there is a
3: lot. Uh, that happened.
0: <laughs> well, I wasn't even thinking hours in the studio. Yeah, I'm just thinking like oh, you know from well, the time of sure.
3: uh, shoot, man, at least a year and a half. I mean, from conception, you know, not yeah. Not they officially they officially announced the
5: band with their original member a year ago. What three days ago? It was like a, just about a year ago
4: to this day. We That's dropped true. we dropped our single for Hooten and Hollering just um, like the the original mix of it, the demo, um, yeah. the demo on Friday like a the year ago that we just had a year ago. So yeah, yeah it was not and that then started, And then they started,
5: then you guys went into the studio to track this album in September.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep. started. Yeah. Yep. 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 So you guys, you, you guys were trying to compete with the pandemic. Yeah, for right. so you guys didn't have a typical what? release. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well,
5: was... I mean, we got into the studio. They had their issue with the bass player. So I came in and kind of rewrote a lot of stuff. Just yeah. we figured we were going to make it the best product we could. I felt it was best. Maybe we rewrite some stuff. They did too. So there was that. And then we all three got COVID. Oh, so we had to step away from that. My dad passed from COVID. So then that was another step back. No worries. Yeah. And then, (laughs) and then we came back and then there were some issues going on with the engineer and his family stuff, took another step back. So it felt so much longer and like it was like pulling teeth. Yeah. But it wasn't our fault. It was actually kind of frustrating. There was a month there where it was just grinding. Like, damn we hit every yeah. possible roadblock yeah. that life could throw for this little section just to, to wrap it up so yeah. now that it was finally out that's why we all laughed when you're like so how much work went into this is like well shit
4: well the thing is too we're all we're all best friends so like we talk to each other every single day and i mean they, they can tell you guys like I, i'm literally like we're all at home with covid and i'm literally like I just got to be in quarantine for two weeks. And as soon as I'm done, bro, I'm going to that studio. I'm going <laughs> to finish this thing. And like, I mean, we, I did like, as soon as I was done, quote unquote, having COVID, I hit up the, uh, I hit up Quincy, the engineer and we set up time. But I mean, and like I did takes, but there are takes that did not make it on this album because you could tell I was still exhausted. Like my body was not yeah. Yeah. okay Absolutely. to be throwing down yeah. tracks. And I remember like even close to the last hour of the project, there's some, Songs on there that I completely redid the vocal take yeah. where I'm like, yeah, we could probably hit that better. I think, I think "Love Myself," you, yeah, "Love Myself" was like the last vocal that we did. um It was a one because day, pretty yeah, much we sat there and we're like, this just is not. This isn't yeah. it. Yeah, just one yeah. day. Yeah,
0: let's listen to that. And by the way, like, 69
4: hours was what went in. How many? 69 studio Six, hours. 69 studio hours. Studios, 69 studio hours. Yeah. Wow, yeah, which which for an eight song album of
5: three <laughs> instruments <laughs> is, is some is some, some hours. It was, it was a lot a, of that was mixing, though.
1: That, yeah, a lot of that was is mixing the and mastering. I mean, sure. yeah. absolutely, mixing sure. is a, is its own.
0: So who is yeah. the perfectionist in the group that never wants to put a period John. on a song? Hey, John, hey, hey, John, hey, John. Hey. No, John just, that true. was <laughs> easy. <really laughs> they made yeah. that real easy, man.
5: Because we put a lot of work into it, and I'd be like, "Damn, like we got this down." Sure enough, we'd we send it out, we'd sit into our car and the next day this motherfucker every morning so <laughs> hey, I, yeah, think, I think there's just one hey. little thing, it's like goddamn.
3: It, I no. sit here I sit here <laughs> and I I produce in my own time. <laughs> I got the ear. I just, I just I know what you. I want. Oh, oh God. God. Hey, yeah! Oh, here we go. You he sits but, in the yeah, you what? At the that. end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm happy for everything that any of us fought for because we got the product that we got no, Well,
0: the myself. drums sound great, you know, and as I think the I think Thank they're you. Uh, you know very tastefully panned too. You know, it's a Thank, yeah. Uh, the drum, I, yeah. The drum, the kit, kit sounds that. good. So we yo, yo, you guys too. mentioned love myself. Um, let's yeah. go ahead and talk about that one a little bit. Tell us a little bit about that' more about that song, and then we'll listen to that,
4: yeah, so that one came um, kind of came into fruition where um, I feel like every i know with me personally, um I've had my own like moments of up and downs of just genuinely loving, let alone like you know, liking myself as a person. and I think there's a lot of things where um it's hard for people to get to a point where. They, they genuinely feel like I love myself as a person, and I think a lot of people find a lot of their um, validation with that through other people. And I think it's, um, I think it's a darker, not darker, but you know, it's a little harder thing for people to talk about. So I wanted to make a song that was a balance between that kind of tone, but presented with a bright, really uppity mm-hmm. um, song. Where like th- this song, I would say is probably the brightest sounding song on the album. But it has that undertone of just learning to love yourself as a person mm-hmm. in general. Yep. And so that's kind of where that mix came in. And I actually wrote those lyrics. I was having the hardest time writing the lyrics to this song because I knew exactly what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to phrase it. And I remember there was one night I couldn't fall asleep and I woke up at like 3 30 or 4 in the morning and I sat there for two hours and I wrote it. And I, I think I texted John pretty early in the morning. I was like, hey, I finished Love Myself. Here it is. And like that was it.
0: Yeah. Oh. Oh, cool. Came, so from you the, came from the subconscious. Yeah, and you knew yeah. it's yeah. done. All right, All right. Yeah. here it is. Love myself. <laughs> Finished vocally, I would say that was the last vocally.
4: one to finish. Uh, the, yeah. the very, the very last thing that we finished was hooting and hollering, right? Because we because someone had some uh, minor
5: tweaks dude, after man. two after two and a half three weeks of the song being done. <laughs> someone woke up one day with a hair in his ass and decided, <laughs> well. There's
4: something else I don't like about it. That so <laughs> was you, John, <laughs> that, that one was, that Sometimes one was the truth hurts, boys.
0: <laughs>
4: all right? Hey,
3: you know. man up. No, I'm wrong with
4: you. it?
0: Yeah, what didn't you like, John? I mean,
3: okay, so their argument would be, we had the demo oh, version. We, hey, all right, let, let, me, talk. Argument, well, let, let, let John, me talk. Let John have his moment. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the demo version of that song was out for like a year. Yeah. So the argument is, well, you're just so used to hearing it the way it is. Like, you know, now we're trying to mix it a little bit differently for the album and you're just not liking it. And it wasn't necessarily that. I didn't know how to put into words what I was hearing, but I just, yeah, I, I was looking for a certain balance with the instruments. I just wasn't hearing it.
5: It was the bass. It was the, where the bass was sitting in the mix.
4: It was him. Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I don't like Ricky on this. No, 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 no. <laughs> so to give, to give John a little more merit with it, that was the very first song that we made with this project. Mm-hmm. Like with the bassist before the one in the studio, we, we practiced with him one time. One time, and I remember it was at my it was at my parents' house. It was when we first started this band, and I threw down that riff that the the one that is where it is now. I threw down the song like I have this song here. It is, and we threw it down. So to John and I, that was our baby. Like yeah. this was like that was the song. The that love started, horn and hootin and Hollering were one and the same, basically. Mm-hmm. And we went so long; we were in love with the song. And then we had our bassist in the studio join, and he threw down what we had as the demo. So I do understand to an extent the whole like, you almost fall in love with that because that's what we released at the time. But there were things that needed to get fixed, and that being the song that was our baby, I know John did not want to release it any any less. He just than wanted to make different.
5: sure the vibe was the, was the same, and I got yeah. that. And it came out well. Like yeah, I mean,
4: obviously it's still the single.
5: We had the music video with it. I just like we one thing about us and it's probably apparent we give each other shit four oh, seven. that's all we do, that's yeah, all we do. All like that's the survive. love we have is we give it's each other a hard time yeah. so no I'm, I'm glad that john was picky about it
2: yeah.
5: and, and was really on his mix for that one specifically <laughs> the only thing i will say
4: though is i do oh, think is. there is something here to be said when <laughs> even the engineer turns around and goes John, I think you're just attached <laughs> to
2: the old.
4: <laughs> because, I mean, they're, yeah. they're, he was tweaking and tweaking, and it got to a point where Quincy turned around, he's like, I don't know what you want, man. Like, like, was, <laughs>
0: don't
4: break you into this. <laughs> oh, he would, if he was here right now. He would, he would go, Yep. Yeah, he would, he would.
0: <laughs> so when is a night John can't be here, so we can finish yeah, this song? Yeah, Keegan, we need it, we yeah, need right, it. Right, 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 right. So, so
1: Keegan right, uh, Keegan, we got money did, calling. did you like the other version? Mm-hmm.
4: No, I, I... I liked the other version when it was out, but this is the version that I would say is the actual There we go. We, there we, we, go. It all. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love what we made. I love what John threw down. I love the nitpicking that John did in the moment, especially coming out of COVID and everything when you are just so antsy to yeah release a product. And like, the thing is too, is we aren't going in the studio. A lot of people I don't think realize is we're not going to the studio every day, Monday through Friday, back to back to back. Mm-hmm. He's booking other people in there. Yeah. So then there's only certain days where I, Monday and maybe Friday, and then I have to wait a week before I can go back. Yeah, just, so there was a lot of times where we tweet for so long where I'd be like, oh my God, dude. I'm like, I, we're not going to be able to come back. Like, yeah. we got to we gotta hurry up. Yeah. But like, ultimately, the, this is the definitive version.
5: It's It's yeah. funny talking about this now, because now that it's out, it's just like, great. Everything's just like fuck, man. That sounds good. Yeah, like I, I love the process. I'm glad how it, it's just in the yeah. moment. You get so frustrated. We yeah. were all just so yeah. ready. To, I yep. mean, after all the hurdles, we
4: were we are ready to move on. Home stretch, ready to That's go. Right. Putting yeah, together a totally. quality
0: project like this is stressful.
4: Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't think so, but apparently, <laughs> when you're, uh,
1: you know, you you released the well the initial demo a year ago, but now you've released this album. What's it looking like up in Illinois? Are You guys able to get out and support it, or have you had a any type of show or anything like we, that? Uh,
3: we we haven't played a show yet. Nope. Uh, not as a unit.
4: So it's, we're, it's, a band, through through. we're a COVID band throwing <laughs> the we're COVID band. We only. Yeah, this is all session work. <laughs> so when we when we were in the studio throwing everything down, like even being friends with Ricky as long as I have outside of music. In the studio, we, none of us had jammed together, so we actually just released the album, and then we practiced one time after the album as a full unit for the very first time. First together. Time. Yeah. and then we uh, recorded the music video right after. So literally, <laughs> we've only practiced a few times as a as, as this band that is sitting yeah. here right oh, now. Wow. Like yeah. I think I think our first official practice in our practice space,
5: me on bass with bass gear, the whole nine was. A week after we shot a music video for a single, yeah. <laughs> that's right. So, so it, it was we doing we're doing it backwards here. But things are opening up, and and you know, we're vaccinated, and yeah. we're, we're on the roll. We're, we just want to do it right. That's the one yeah. thing with this project that I think all three of us put in our minds. We've all done other bands. We're like, man, front to start like right at the start. The Al Martin needs to look great. We need yeah. to make sure the production's nailed. I want yeah. we want a really good music video, and then when we do start gigging, we just want to make sure that we're presenting ourselves in the album as well as we can. So Good. we're, we're going to be picky and nitpicky and make sure that we just, you know, roll it out the right way. I, yep. I,
1: I, I think it'll be very, very interesting to see how the band evolves within the next, you know, album or two. Yep. Because, you know, I think... Uh, Mr. Agreeable Ricky, <laughs> the nicest guy on the planet. We I think <laughs> I think you bring a ton to the table as a bass player that has that much background in guitar and other things, which I'm sure yes. you did in the the mixing process and the editing editing process. But you know, there's a now that you have released this, there is a writing process to start with the next you know right. uh, project. Oh, yeah. It would be really interesting to see. How that takes shape, mm-hmm. considering right. this is a, a, yeah. a new, really a, a new, like said, COVID band.
2: <laughs> right, right.
3: <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, we're, that's what we keep telling ourselves. And we've
5: had the same conversation that you yeah. just had. We've said to ourselves, oh yeah. Of time, "Oh yeah," and stepping away from
3: this album. I mean, this this album is the best that we could do right now. This is the mm. our best product right now. A year from now, we'll probably look back and, and and beat it, you know, and and we'll be just as as serious and cautious and uh, perfectionist with the next album that we were with this one. But you got to be that way. Oh, but yeah. now we've all gelled, we've all worked together, right. we know how each other tick. We're playing together. Right. It's gonna. He's not coming in, you know, the off last the last second. second. Yeah. yeah, trying to make stuff up like this is gonna be glued. Right. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's, going to be cool to see for sure. And we
5: are we we're like he said we lost in multiple. We've been best friends for years. Like we play video games together, and we come over and hang out. And you know, like it's we talk every day. We go get coffee. Like it's not just a band. So it just feels very natural to just.
1: It's interesting that it's taken this long for you guys to actually do this, right?
5: (laughs) That's partially my fault, you know, because I, I was really busy with like other projects, and then you know i was doing like session, session work for guitar work and then bands and then i had my kid and so yeah now she's getting older and you know things are starting to level out with scheduling so it just kind of it all just worked timing wise there were a,
4: there were a couple times too where even i reached out to Ricky about other things too like musically cuz he i mean of of us three he is the most just i mean he's a beast on his instrument I'm and my, i, I um, he, so nice he's be. he's been um he said like, the most training with it and everything. And, like, we have all these similar interests where I've reached out to him before in the past, but, like you said, coming off being a fresh, like, a new dad and, like, you know, trying to do his other music stuff that he was doing at the time, it just was one of those things where it was, like, right thing at the wrong time type mentality. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it is funny that we had something so dire happened in the studio where like we needed him right then and there and he's like yeah i got you yeah. and, then, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then that's just, what it
5: was and then, and then just felt natural like shit why? and I, I remember having that conversation with these guys i called like man I it feels them. good to make yeah. music with you guys you know we yeah. we get on tracking the first week and i just i missed being in the studio and making music and i was like this is great like i've been in a lot of bands with people i get along with but being in a band with my best friends that's right For it's sure. different i don't know
0: you guys are making great music thank you we're going to close the the podcast with hoot, hooting and hollering. But before we get to that, we'll play Witch's Brew and then we'll come back and let you guys tell our listeners that want to get to know the lovelorn better, where they can find you on the socials and, and stream your music and things of that nature. Uh, but before we play Witch, Witch's Brew, why don't you tell us a little about that song? This was
4: the biggest <laughs> pain in the ass <laughs> to make. And it's just, it's so funny. I, I remember all these things about these songs, but I don't ever verbalize them to anyone. But like, when you bring it up, I can remember exactly where I was. I remember I made, uh, I was, we were basically trying to get things ready for the album. And I was like, we need a, we need a kick-ass opener. Like, I was like, I want an opener that really leaves an impact. I want something that is just memorable with the riff and everything. So I, I came up with what we have now. Things were tweaked here and there, but ultimately this was what I came up with for it. But like, Man, when we tried to implement this, like at practices and everything, we we were like, "Are we playing this too fast? Are we playing this too slow? This groove doesn't feel right. We have no like, like we we Uh, could not. Where the hell's the the tempo going, John? Our our tempo's gone. (laughs) My my amp doesn't sound good. This grit doesn't sound right. And so, like, we took forever prepping it to go into the studio. And we get to the studio, and I even remember then listening to the mixes where I'm like, "Fuck, I don't think this is gonna work." Like, (laughs) and then. The vocals, we we were going back and forth with that, and but ultimately, I. It's so hard to say a song's not my favorite that isn't "Hooting and Hollering." But I, I would say ultimately, this is the song I'm most proud of. This is kind of like my baby. I worked so hard with the the lyrics and just the overall vibe and the up and downs of the vocals, and I, I love what we have now. Yeah. I'm so proud. We're all super of it. proud of it.
0: Cool. Yeah.
1: yeah sometimes those battles, man, it just sharpens you. You know, it's like sharpening yeah, a sword. Yeah. Am right.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Absolutely, man.
1: Yeah. Definitely makes you. I think sometimes. It makes you a better songwriter in the end, too, to have those. That oh just, yeah, a
0: little struggle.
3: You know, I think so. Absolutely, you just
5: growth. You learn yeah. from it and you grow from it. You
1: hate yeah. it during the moment. I mean, just like you know, some of the oh moments yeah, yeah we making do. this, <laughs> you know, you hate that moment. And but once you get through it, you're like, all right, nothing
0: like the feeling of when it comes together. Yeah,
3: it makes you realize yep. your potential, like, and yeah. we'll just work yep. on something, you know, that much harder next time. Yep, no doubt.
0: Let's oh, hear it. All right, witches brew. All
2: right. From my bones Heartbeats creaking through the floor Wildflowers poking out the boards Sweet smell of sage in my nose From the grave I saw you rose Whispers creeping in my ear Silhouettes start to stir my fear Witches in the Yeah.
1: That song. You know what? I think I, I decided I'd want my drummer to be my most particular musician in the band. Oh, yeah,
3: what?
1: Hey. It, 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 it's all about keeping people in check, man. You've got to be the person in point. I think if my drummer is, is my band leader, the rest of the band's going to be fine. <laughs> I just decided that. John, you on, made me on decide stage, it.
3: off stage. My man, hey, my man, we're making. I don't know <laughs> that <off stage. laughs> We're making history on this podcast. All right, <laughs> everybody, everybody, star this one. Well, after,
4: after star the, this one because after that there. comment, uh, John might not be on the next. Yeah, one. I'm overthinking that Austin. We got the Loveborn back. Uh, I'm taking John's a sabbatical. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just me today. So. That's right. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. that's great enjoy. though. You know, we, we always check. know, Neil, you know, when you always know you have good music on the podcast, when our songs that we usually, you know, try to play a minute or so of, you don't want to stop. He's like, gosh. Ah. Hey, yeah. that's awesome, guys. You guys are I too kind, that. man. appreciate that. Got, you guys got some great things going on. And our listeners, uh, you know, they may not be familiar uh, with the love, Lauren, until they listen to this. Where can they follow you guys? Where, they, where can they find you on the socials? Where can they stream your music? And just let them know uh, how to follow you
4: we're definitely the most active on Instagram. And if you um, ever want to look us up on there, it's Lovelorn band official. That's all you'd have to type. And then the picture is um, the yellow from the album cover with our name on there. So you can just find us right from there. Uh, we also have a Facebook, just type in the Lovelorn, and um, all of our music um, is on all streaming platforms, Spotify, uh, Apple music. Um, like I think you can get it on Amazon title, like, oh, Amazon, title, yeah. um, and on Bandcamp as well, where we do a lot of stuff on Bandcamp too, with the layout and um, like whenever we yeah. have merch, like we just had t-shirts and stuff that we sold yeah. out on there. And like, that's where you can find that type of stuff too. Yeah.
5: yeah. We'll be hopefully having merch on Bandcamp posted here relatively soon. We just sold out of the, the limited edition batch. So yeah. Yeah. that's the next
3: step. Get some more fired up. Yeah. So awesome.
0: you guys, uh, you know, once we get out and you guys are, are playing some shows, I don't, I don't know what your plans are as far as... Uh, Getting out to different cities, but if you ever make it close to Kentucky, close to Louisville, let us know.
4: Oh yeah, I think yeah. we will. That's we'd, yeah. lo- we'd love to. We, uh, I mean, that's that's ultimately the goal. Is I mean, we we love what we do. It's our passion, and we want to make it our actual career where we can actually push it and play and everything. So I mean, be looking out because yeah, we're going. That's over. what we're going for. We're shooting yeah.
3: for it.
5: Yeah, awesome. Absolutely, get on the road and get this out to as many people as we can. I, we always miss playing shows too. I think yeah. that's universal. You probably talked to a bunch of musicians and ever, especially after the last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not, if you don't miss playing shows, every person you talk to is like, Man, I miss going and seeing live music mm, right, or whatever. Yeah. So, like, the tour schedule, just in general, for everyone's going to be yeah. bananas, but I we're agree. definitely planning on getting Very out right. and, and, and joining the bunch.
0: Mm, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I agree 100%. Probably even more support than before for live shows. No yeah, doubt. You
5: appreciate, oh, yeah. you appreciate. something more when you don't have it. Yeah. For sure. No, no doubt. I think we'll have a big boom in the next two years with people who are like, man, no, I, I do want to go to that show and I do want to buy that yeah, T-shirt yeah. and yeah. I do no, want to, you know, I think that, I, I'm really curious to see just across everyone how that goes.
1: Well, when when was the first uh, pandemic? 1917 to like 1919, something like that.
0: Something like that. Yeah. I don't know if well, that was the first one. But well, I mean,
1: the, the 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 most recent one for yeah. us. What happened after that? The Roaring Twenties. There we go. Sure, It's right. going to happen, right man. The Roaring
0: Twenties right right is coming back. I'm with it. Sounds yep. great. As long as I we mean. don't have the depression.
4: We're banking on being during the, the Roaring Twenties now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> we don't have enough money by the, the yeah. Depression in the 30s. We'll be all
0: right. <laughs> Well, you guys stay in touch with us, man. Make sure you uh tag oh, yeah. us on your Instagram post Absolutely. and let us know Absolutely. what's uh going on. And we're going to go right with awesome. hooting and hollering. Anything else? We talked about that uh, a little bit, but anything else you want to share about hooting and hollering?
4: Uh, I mean, honestly, I think it speaks for itself. It's a Bob. I, I, it is <laughs> like seriously, it was our baby, it was the very yeah. first song for the album. Whenever I think of our band, The Love Warren, I I'm mind automatically goes to this song and we just dropped a music video for it guess. if uh, you guys are listening you can watch that on youtube and we posted some clips on our page too so that, that's the biggest thing yeah look at
5: we put a lot i mean as much work as we put into making sure that this song like yeah. was done in the studio just as much work went into this music yeah. like yeah. we put a ton of shout every out, little uh, detail out, i Luke. just settles Luke Luke and Elijah
3: uh, at Miko Club. Shout out to those guys. They shot that that music video.
5: They're incredible people. Good friends of ours now. We'll be working with them more soon. But that music video and the song was, was, if we had to show one thing, it's this. Yeah, that's that's exactly
0: right. It's a cool video. Listeners,
1: make sure you like and subscribe to their page on YouTube. And while you're over there, check out One Shot, One Mic, One Song, and like and subscribe to that as well.
0: Absolutely. Thank you guys for being on. Thank you so much. We appreciate it a lot. Thank you, guys. The love on hooting and hollering.